Peace, this is your host Krill of Out The Box. The following interview is part of our throwback series of Out The Box Talks. These are interviews that were done prior to the official season one and two of Out The Box Talks. Enjoy. Welcome to another special edition of Out The Box Talks. I am your host Krill. I got my brother Kelvin on the line Yes, sir. Yes, sir. What's good, brother? We are back, man. They thought yeah, we was man. going, but we back. Yeah, 2016, we here. You know, first one of the year. That's right. You know, it's definitely it's definitely good to, to get things back in motion. Mm-hmm. You know? And we on a new network as well. You know, um, at the end of the year, we had gotten the news that the streaming host that we were with, Live 365, Basically, was going out of business. I'm not going to go into details as to, you know, the reasoning behind why they went out of business. But it just came as a blow and a surprise to right. me. And um, to, to be honest, man, I didn't want to fold. I didn't want to go under. I didn't want to be like, yo, no more out the box radio. Right. I love this shit. I will continue to do this. So it it took some time for me to find the actual streaming network and you know a, a licensing provider that would work you know um so in heavy research and just you know my mission to find the right uh streaming provider we were able to come up with a new platform a new streaming platform to work with so that is the reason why we still exist today, man. You know what I'm saying? Right is the reason right why we still exist. Shout out to Abovecast. Shout out to StreamLicensing.com, who our royalties are paid through. So any artist that basically gets their music played on this station, your royalties are being paid. This is an official station. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I'm very happy and thankful that we're able to keep it going we got a lot of great things that we're going to be doing this year. One of the uh, the benefits of going this route is that now you don't have to worry about unwanted commercials like, you know, you used to hear on Live 365. I don't got to be mindful of taking these little 30-minute breaks for commercials. So that gives us right. the flexibility. And also, you know, um, the fact that Everything is now launching from the Out The Box Media website, which is cool. So you can launch uh, the Abovecast player from outtheboxmedia.com slash outtheboxradio. You can find us on the TuneIn app. We're also on the Stream Licensing app, which I encourage you to download directly from the link. Uh, Once you download the station, it'll lock the station right then and there on your phone. But you have to download it from your phone at the link on the website so you won't be able to search in the stream licensing app but you if you download it from the link it'll lock the station so you'll never have to worry about losing the station as long as you open the app and yeah man so it's it's gonna afford us so many more opportunities to do cool clever and fun things and and one of the things you know we're gonna do beginning with this show is we're going to do a giveaway. This is the week of the one-year anniversary of Out The Box Radio. We launched officially as a station on February 9th 
of 2015. So, yeah, man, this is this is the week where um we're in celebration mode, man. You know, for our first episode. Yeah, yeah, makes sense. Word, and we're gonna we're gonna be giving a giveaway. So, you know, I'm gonna give you guys the hint for the giveaway. I'm gonna be giving away the actual rap yearbook written by Shay Serrano. It's a really, really dope book. Some of y'all might have seen it um, as I posted it on the Facebook page, Out the Box Radio Facebook page, and the Hip Hop Thinks Out the Box Facebook page. It's a book that chronicles some of the most important songs of hip hop beginning from 1979 all the way up to today. So um, really dope collector's item. The artwork, the the text, everything just looks like something you want to have in your collection. For if you're a hip hop connoisseur, if you're somebody that's just breeds and loves this hip hop culture as we do, you know. So um, we're gonna be giving that away, uh, and I'm gonna be giving a trivia. So I just need people to listen in, man. You know, there'll be two parts to it, so stay locked in. We got Torrey, MC Torrey, who has an album called Entitled that's out. It's, it's out right now. I'm definitely feeling that album. He should be calling the show in a little bit. So uh, stay tuned. We're going to have a great show for y'all, man. So definitely stay tuned. We got a lot of things to talk about. So keep it locked right here. Kelv. Kelv is on the mm-hmm. line. Yeah, we're going li- to take a quick music break and we're going to come back and we'll talk a little bit more. Just a couple songs that we'll come back and talk a little bit more. So stay right here with Out the Box Talks. Got my man Kelvin on the line. This is your host, Krill. You're in tune to Out the Box Talks. Or Welcome back to Out the Box Talks. I'm your host, Krill. I got my brother Kelvin on the line. I'm here. I'm right here. Kelvin, what's Ready? good, man? Tell me what's going on in your world, man. I haven't spoken to you in a minute, man, but what's good? Yeah. Back. Yeah. You know, just um, the same old thing, man. You know, just we, we living, man. And, um, you know, music is, is part of the, the everyday you know, um, just just you know, hearing what's new, going back to what's old, and and uh, re- refreshing myself on just a lot of stuff, man. Um, coming across, I mean, I've been I, I've been doing a lot of DJing lately, so I've been uh, coming Word. across a lot of you know a lot a lot of local music, and always you know trying to stay on top of um, you know new stuff. We get hit with so much stuff every day. Work. Um, you know, it's really hard to try to keep up with everything, but um, you know, as long as the, the good music is, is flowing in my ears, you know, I'm I'm always on par for that. There's a few things I'm I'm, I'm excited for is you know hopefully coming up with these next you know few months or whatever. But yeah, man, man, that I, I I've been seeing, man, I've been seeing like that DJ gig has been something that's been you know somewhat fulfilling to you man i can see that yeah you know yeah. from your post and on facebook and stuff like yeah. how how um how good it makes you feel man so yeah, that's a beautiful definitely. thing when you're able to experience that at this stage you know mm-hmm. absolutely but, and, and and to be able to play the music that i want you know on wow. a lot of platforms man i'm able to you know I, yeah, they just call me up and, and I get all my stuff together. Sometimes it takes me about a week or sometimes even two weeks to kind of, you know, get in that right mode and and um, get my records together. I get stuff ready on my laptop, but my main thing is, the, you know, the vinyl. 
Mm-hmm. So I get all my vinyl together and um yeah, man, and I, I people are perceptive, man. Which wow. is cool. Like, you know, they're really perceptive and they're very accepting of stuff that they never even heard before. You know, people That's come dope. to me like you know, I was about this? to ask yeah. about that. Yeah. Word. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I I, I I play, you know, obviously I play some Mad Lib, I play some Dilla, I play some, um, yeah, it's all, I'm all over the place, man. Mm. Um, and every, and every set is different. I, I might play some Diamond District, you know, I might, I might wow. play some Sky Zoo, I might play some Mob Deep, or like I'm, I'm, every, every, every week is different and, um, or every, every set is different. So, mm to be able to have that platform where I could just kind of do what I want and nobody gives me any flack for it. And people actually hit me up the next day, like, yo, like you did your thing. Like, or, or people just come to me like, yo, like what is this track? Man, I need this. Mm. You know, it, it's, 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 it's cool. Dope. Yeah. Dope. That's what's up, man. I mean, all the best with that, man. I know it's. I know DJing is something that's, you know, in your heart, man. You know, just just yeah. the love for music. It's funny because like, I always wanted to DJ, but I never got around to it. But I love mm-hmm. music so much. That's one of the reasons why I decided to start the station. Right. You know. Exactly. So in a way, I feel like I'm a DJ, not necessarily yeah. in the artistic sense, but being able to you know share this type of music with people you know so yeah i feel like yeah. we got the same the same yeah, love yeah. you know what i mean for the absolutely. music we just express and, it in different ways yeah it, it really is the same thing because it's i mean out the box is it's the type of platform you're doing the same thing i'm doing you know you're you're, you're you know but out the box the, the the music that you put together and have people to stream um you're being you're able to put the music out that you want that you want people to listen to right and you know get you know getting the type of feedback that you're getting and um it, it's 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 a good look all across the board because you're not there's no like compromise and there's nothing wrong with compromise but mm-hmm. being able to trust yourself you know like you trust yourself you trust your ear and music and when you can kind of like run with that and get feedback from that um, wow. positive feedback from it then you know then then you know that what, what you're doing is a good thing no doubt yo i gotta shout out some of the people that i'm seeing on twitter it was guys right. it's i got i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna create a segment where i just shout folks out but to the folks out there on twitter that's been showing love man um just you know Liking the liking some of the songs that I'm playing and just right retweeting up. the songs. Even some of the artists, like they're retweeting the songs. It's a beautiful thing for me to see, man, because I really do this from the heart, man. So I'm gonna I'm gonna take a, 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 some time to shout these heads out, man. I just don't remember the names right now, but I will make a segment where I'm shouting out some of these heads, you know. But um, moving forward, like I said. It's the first show of the year. I wanted to do something special for our listeners. We got the rap yearbook that I'm giving away. But I'm not just going to give it away like that. It's out the box. So I got to hit y'all with some trivia questions that 
might be a little difficult for y'all to get, but nevertheless, still, still reasonable enough. You know what I'm saying? So I'm going to give the first hint right now. I hope you're listening because I'm going to give this hint in this segment. In the next segment, I'm not going to give this hint again. So you would have had to heard this hint here. But it's good. Basically, the trivia is for a song that uh, um, a popular hip hop song. All right. It's I'm going to give you I'm going to give the heads out there listening the name of the artist in this segment. And then later on in the next segment, I'm going to give y'all a hint for the for the title of the song. So I'm going to give you a hint for the name of the artist now and a hint for the title of the song in the next segment. All right. So check it out. This is a song. Popular hip-hop song. Okay. A lot of hip-hop heads know this song. The artist. It's two artists. One is an MC. And he's known for rocking a lot of jewelry around his neck. The other one is, how do I say this? He's a, he's his own beat maker. He, he, he doesn't make beats in the traditional sense that we know cats to make beats. He's his own beat maker. He, if, if I should go even further, he is the instrument. Alright That's the hint for the first segment You gotta listen to the next segment To hear What the, the hint is for the song title In the end The first person To tell me the name of the artist And the song Of this artist that I'm talking about You gotta email me At outtheboxradiorep at gmail.com The email is outtheboxradiorep at gmail.com The first person to email me The name of the artist And the name of the song The book is yours We gonna ship it to you Alright So there we go First hint is up Kelv you think you know what that is man? <laughs> I might I might have a little bit of a clue Was you I too? I mean but was I too hard on cats? You think, uh, you know... I mean, I don't... You know, I... Because there could be a lot of different options with, with what you said. So, I think, mm-hmm. you know, maybe maybe with the next couple clues, they might be able to get a handle on it, but... The next clue should should be even more easier for people to get. Okay. So, but I, I didn't want to make it too easy. You know, we out the box, man. We can't... Yeah, We can't yeah, simplify yeah. it too much. You know what nah, I'm saying? Nah, never that. Never that. Never you that. You know? But never yeah, we, we definitely gonna... Um, we, we definitely gonna, um, you know, touch back on that. So listen to the next segment, all right? We're gonna bring Torrey in. As I said, Torrey is gonna be joining us in this show. Uh, we got some things we want to talk about later on, too. Torrey should be calling in a few minutes. Um, but, uh, we got, like I said, we got a lot of things we want to talk about tonight. Uh, I want to talk about the Jay Dilla weekend, man, that just passed. Right. You know, um, Dilla, JD, uh, one of the most respected legendary producers music has seen the hip hop world. Most certainly, um, his birthday just passed and the anniversary of his death as well. You know, um. Every year they do this event out there in Miami where 
they call it Dilla Weekend and heads like Jay Electronica and Rap City and I think Ninth Wonder and I mean a lot of names went out there um recently yeah, so it's to a, commemorate it's a very, very huge event. Very huge event, man. I wish I could go. Mm-hmm. I never got a chance to go. Um but um yeah, man, I, I wanted to talk to you about that, man. Like how do you feel about Dilla's legacy? Um, today, I know we spoke about it a year ago for one of our first mm-hmm. episodes of Out the Box Talks. But I mean, in 2016, man, I'm so right. like proud of my Dukes for what she's done for her son. You know, like right. Dilla's name just beca- becomes bigger and bigger every year, man. What's right. your thoughts on um, his legacy today, man? Well, the legacy, um, the legacy has stood, uh, you know very strong it, it, it's grown very strong mm-hmm. you know year by year you know there's people well not only that there's projects being put out um of, un, of unreleased music and there's you know more and more groups of people putting shows together um having you know dylan um right. you know tributes in their own cities which i think i think that's a very dope thing um you know, I'm 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 left and I'm right with it because as much as I want people because look, I'll be honest with you, it was my ex girlfriend, um one of one of my ex girlfriends back back in I think it was oh seven. And actually no, I met her in oh six. And she was like, um, you know, like so so do you you know well her favorite producer was, was Della. Mm-hmm. And you know when she was telling me about, it, I was like, "Who is that? Who is Dilla?" And all along, I knew I knew his music. I just never knew the person's name. Right. And um, because Dilla did pretty much, he he did at least one track on everybody on every Buster Rhymes album. Mm-hmm. You know, he did um, at least one track on on all of his albums. So I was familiar right. with his music, but I never really like dug into the credits and seen because a lot of his stuff was very you know during those times in the early you know late 90s early 2000s um very jazzy and i was on like a different plane i was i needed that hard hitting stuff you know what i mean um and 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 just this other like you know older like you know like the the slum village stuff and mm-hmm. i i was on the you know my taste and and for music was different back then so you know as the years went by um i got more put onto the j-lib and i started really you know fucking with mad lib a lot and then starting to go into you know dilla's uh discography so so even me myself it's not like i was like i'm not gonna sit here in front like like i was a a dilla fan from day one Mm -hmm. so it's a good look you know it's a good look that you know um, these things are happening to put people onto the music. My only, my only um, setback from 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 all of this is that somebody or some people are monet are are you know monetizing off of um, his legacy. Right, right. And you know, it, I don't. That doesn't. It, it just doesn't sit well with me. You right, know? right. Um, it just doesn't. It doesn't sit well with me. So. That's my only gripe against the whole thing. You know, right. 
we have these things, we have these yearly events and we have, you know, I mean, what you do with the money is, is at the end of the day, it's like, okay, if, if you're going to, you know, you have these events and you're going to, you know, give it to the J. Dilla Foundation or you give a good portion of it to the J. Dilla Foundation, right. then I'm all, I'm all for it. Yeah, but I think it, that's it, what they're doing too, yeah. I think that's yeah. the direction they're moving into. Yeah. yeah. Hey, I know the one in, in Florida, but I mean, I see a slew of shows. You know, I get these, you know, Facebook invites, or I see a bunch of stuff posted mm -hmm. on Facebook, and I don't know what these people do with, with, with the um, the finances that, that comes in to, you know, to sustain these events. And, and you know, obviously, you, you have a, a dinner weekend. It's not going to be something that's going to... Um, hold you down for the rest of the year right. until the next one. Right. So so I don't think Cats is looking for like a big payout from it, but at the same time it's like, you know, I just I just wanted to be done in, in the right you know, I I want the heart to be in it, not not put not I, I don't want it to be done for the money. Word, word. You know I mean? Yo, I feel you man. But you know, it just amazes me like how how much his legacy continues to grow. Every year we hear new you know, like J Rock just put out a mixtape. You know, um, you know, showcasing some of his his beats again. Right. Like, really, right. really legendary guy, man. But um, hold that thought, man. You know, we we still got a lot more to talk about in the show. I got yep. the brother Torre. He should be calling any minute now. So you know, we staying on call. So once he, you know, once I see the the phone line ringing, I'm gonna pick him up and we are gonna go right into it with him. Did you did you did you get a chance to hear um some of Torre's latest album? I didn't. I didn't okay. know. It's official, man. But it's I'm, official. I'm, I'm very interested in hearing what he has to say about it, though. For yeah, sure. that, that's him calling now. So we're gonna pick him okay. up. Okay. All right. So stay on the line. Peace, peace. This is Krill from Out the Box Radio. I got Torre on the line. Yeah, yeah, man. What's poppin'? It's Torre. Tor, what's good, brother? I got my homie Kelvin on the other line with me. We usually co-host the he co-host the show with me, so I'm gonna introduce him to you. No doubt, peace, Kelvin. Peace. What's good, man? Peace and love. What's poppin'? Ain't nothing, man. Ain't nothing. I appreciate the phone call and, and looking forward to having you know this convo with you. All good. You know me and Crow go back, man. That's the That's right. Yo, shout That's out good, to man. you, man. I'm I'm really really feeling this new. Entitled album. In fact, my lady, my fiance uh -oh. plays this track, this album, to work. Driving to work. Comes back home, plays. He's like, yo, I really like this Tory. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, you know, it's a family affair over here, man. You know, we rocking out to this entitled album. And that's very, um, that's very dope, man. Shout, shout out to your lady for for for, for listening and, and appreciating the music, man. I know the female audience is definitely a harder audience to um to get on board with. I think with with, with the type of music that I have, but um, you right. know, I appreciate. I definitely appreciate it for sure. No doubt, no doubt, man. Um, I saw that the the, the you know the clap shit up video is out. I got a lot of things I want to talk to you tonight about, man. Um. But just kind of to like kick things off, tell us a little bit about this album entitled, man. How did the whole, how did the, 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 the project come together and what was your mission for, you know, what you wanted uh, the music to present? Um, it came together, it kind of came together just by virtue of me feeling creative and having something I wanted to say. 
Um, I didn't go into it like I have done in the past, saying, yo, I'm, I'm about to start making an album and, you know, starting to kind of formulate it in my mind. This time around, I wasn't really thinking about doing an album. I just, I just had some stuff on my chest that I wanted to get off. I just had some things I was thinking about that I wanted to express. Mm-hmm. And um, I started to kind of reach out to my friends who just happened to be some really dope producers and some really dope singers and rappers and you know Word I just up. started reaching out and, and, and sharing this information and, and just exchanging information with each other and um Word. songs started to formulate and, and then when I looked up I had, you know, maybe half the album was done um with, without me even consciously knowing that I was doing it. Mm. And then um, right. you know, once I had a certain amount of songs it was like, Okay, well, now it's time to make an album. I was a little discouraged from the album making process mm-hmm. um, at one point, and so I wasn't really thinking about doing an album. But um, I'm I'm really happy with the way it turned out. You know, after the after these songs were done, and I started to kind of piece together what I needed as far as what was missing, and really kind of fill in the blanks and make it a complete picture. Um, I was really happy with the outcome. Dope, dope. Now, the Kickstarter campaign, you know, the album, when I first heard about it, it, it started out with the Kickstarter campaign, and which seemed to be, which looked like it, it was successful, right? You raised over 10000 kind of meeting your goal, right? Yeah. Right. So, you know, I always wanted to ask you, like, what, what, what do you felt, like, was the benefits and challenges of going the Kickstarter, Kickstarter crowdfunding route for an album? Like, there's so many things you know, talk around that. And, you know, I, I'm sure you heard the news recently, unfortunately, with Elzai and him not being able to, you know, deliver that album for some of his backers. Like, tell me about the good sides of doing the, the, the Kickstarter campaign, but also some of the challenges you face with that. Yeah, definitely, man. You know, I, I didn't even know that Elzai had did a Kickstarter or was, you know, had put together a Kickstarter or I might not have done it, honestly. I guess it was a blessing that I wasn't privy to that information. Right, right. Um, for me doing the Kickstarter, it was something that people had actually pitched to me for a number of years, and I just wasn't really with it. Like, you know, I think mm. a big part of hip-hop is is the perception, is the is the, 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 the macho or the braggadocious, I got it, you don't, you know, type of, type of banter that we have and rhetoric that we have. And, right. you know, for me, like, I'm I'm good. Like, I'm cool. I live in a nice condo. I drive a nice car. I'm straight. It wasn't so much about the money for me mm-hmm. as it was the the, the analytics and, and, and figuring out a different way to roll out an album. Mm. And most importantly, it was like, yo, I want to connect with the people that r- really back me. You know, the people right. that not just going to press follow on Instagram, but the people that's really going to put their money where their mouth is. You know, mm-hmm. I also wanted to kind of have a, a, a level of where everybody was in this in this fanship, if you will. Right. Um, you know, who's the $10 fan who's just, yo, the album's coming, I'm going to, you know, pre-order it. When it get here, send me mine. Who's that guy? And then who's the, yo, I want the T-shirt and the hoodie because nobody else is going to have this. Who's that guy? Mm-hmm. And then I want the, yo, come to my house and play me the album a month early and chill. And, you know, and that's a 500-plus reward that people right, have. Right, right. So, you know, it was it was just a dope way for me to kind of understand where my audience were, who who right. my audience was, and, and how much or how involved they would be in and what the Torrey brand is. Um, I think another part of it was, you know, my music is personal. I think a lot of the things that I talk about on the record is personal, and and it's not just personal to me, but it's personal to us as a people. 
And um, I wanted to make that album not just me writing words and recording songs and giving it to the people. I wanted to make the people come in and really feel like they're a part of this album mm. um, without giving everybody a verse or letting everybody sing a hook. Yeah. You know, I was right, like, right. What's another way to let the people understand that this is not my album, this is our album, this is, Dope. how do I bring them in, you know, and I felt like having a, uh, you know, so many people feel so, uh, you're like, you're like, yo, I love that album, I'm so glad I, I was able the to The Shoutro, the Shoutro right. you know, spoke to like, that. Yeah, yeah, they feel like they're a part of it, and, mm-hmm. and that's, that's really big for me, because that helps everybody want to see it succeed. Everybody who backed it wants to push it and tell the people and put somebody on, and, and, you know, that helps obviously raise the awareness and, and just keeps the conversation going about the project because we don't have the million-dollar budget, you know, that these other right. guys have or that machine right. behind them. So it's just figuring out, you know, different ways to, to kind of get the word out and to still keep the music pure and, and mm-hmm. let the people be a part of it. Word, word. Yeah, I, I think I think what, what you said was interesting. You said it gives you an, an understanding. You know what I mean? Like, I think sometimes as an artist that, you, you know, you, you have an idea, but with Kickstarter, you you actually pretty much put your money where your mouth is, sort of right. thing. Yeah. So, it also makes you really um, vulnerable to, to, you know, because now everybody's looking, you know, every every pledge is out right. there. And, right. and, you know, as you get closer and closer to your end date, you know, people looking to see where you are, which is right. yeah. Are you going to make <laughs> yeah. it? You know, and a right, lot of right, people right, right. definitely like to watch. A lot of people are watching. Yeah. A lot of people take action, but people are watching. So they'll sit there and they'll watch, and they'll be waiting for it to fail. So right. They could make a comment, or, you know, it, it'll do well. And, you know, it's just it's just funny to see, you know, kind of the nature of man. But um, we, yeah. we were blessed. We, we, we went a little over what the goal was. And, That's beautiful. You know, again, it wasn't about, you know, like I could have went to any indie label and got $10,000. Like $10,000 didn't make the album. Right. $10,000 paid for two beats on the album of 16. So, right, right. you know, it was still about me believing in the, in the project. And, you know, I have my own company, Internal Affairs Entertainment. So it was yeah. about me still making sure that the, the T's got crossed and the I's got dotted as far as everything going on. But, you know, again, man, I think those analytics are really important to see who really, really cares, who's really a backer, who's really a supporter. And, and these right. are the people that I can now lean on and and also service better because I, I have a better understanding of who they are and what they're able mm-hmm. to do and what they're willing to do, you know, to, to support. Man, right. that's even more admirable, man, the fact that, you explained your approach from that perspective, right? Because most times when people do Kickstarter campaigns, it's all about raising that money. But for you to say, yo, you was just trying to get an understanding of the analytics and the type of fans I have, who's loyal to what and, and all these different logistics. Man, that's pretty dope, man, to hear that. that that's why you went in it, man. So, Thank you, bro. I appreciate it. I hope it really lived up to what you were expecting from it man it was dope it was dope to see you know um i think you know playing off the title in title i definitely felt like i'm like yo i got twenty five thousand followers on each platform right Right. you know so you look at that it's ninety thousand almost a hundred thousand people out of a hundred thousand people who follow you know we had a little over two hundred people that backed the project so i'm like well what is everybody else doing like why are you here 
you know, right. and I appreciate every person who who backed it, and I and I and I, I you know I love it immensely that that they were able to and willing to to drop something on it. You know, that's a big deal for me. But at the same time, it's like, so what is everybody else doing? Y'all just standing around watching? Y'all don't, mm. you know, like I think I don't get that part, and I think that's a part that comes with time and understanding. You know, that people aren't necessarily there because they are a fan or because they really want to be active. Right. They're there to watch. Mm-hmm. Right. Now, initially, when the when the um I had heard about the campaign, there was a post on OK Player that stated that um, Large Pro and Ninth Wonder were among the producers that were anticipated to be on this album. Mm. I'm only asking. I I mean, you could if if this is this is not true or if this is just something that wasn't factual, you know, definitely, you know, clear that up. But I'm just asking because I, I noticed that a, a while back. Was was there any large pro tracks or Ninth Wonder tracks? I know you got a lot of dope producers on there. Not not to, right. you know, yeah. You know, that's funny. That's the, actually the first time I heard that. Wow. It might have been, it might have been. <laughs> obviously, you know, we, we work, I work with both of those amazing producers in the past. Okay. And they know we have a relationship, so maybe they thought that was, kind of the route that I was going to right, take. Right, right, right. Maybe it was the educated guess. Um, I didn't speak to Large Pro this go-round about working on the project at all. Right. Um, and I did have a conversation. And it was funny because it was it was way after a lot of the records were recorded. And, you know, I mean, Knight's got a whole roster of artists, and I understand that. And, and you know, you got to take care of home first. Like, right, right, right. And right. I'm not on Jamless, so, you know, I know what he's doing and how he's working. And so... You know, I was, but I was in the car, and it was funny. I was in the car. I was riding with my wife, and um, and Jay Z's threat came on. I think it was just on the shuffle or whatever. Right, right. And when that joint came on, and we both scrunched up our face and started nodding, I was like, "Yo, I got to call knife." She's like, "Yo, you right, have right. to call <laughs> right, knife." Right. You know, well, and, and I called knife, and um, he was on the road. He was doing a lot. You know, he does a lot. He was doing a lot. Um, he was like, "Yeah, we'll definitely figure it out. We'll make one. We'll make it happen." Um, you know, he got shot me a couple joints. Everything wasn't, it wasn't, you know, it's like, we don't force the collaborations, man. When right, it happens, right. Mm-hmm. And one thing right. about when I work with Knife is that I always go down to North Carolina and I vibe out for a few days. Right, you got your Even own if method. if I don't get with him the first day or the second day, you know, that third, fourth day we get in the studio, we play no doubt. music, vibe out. That's how our collaborations have always gone. And I think right. that because that wasn't the process this time is why we didn't get one. No right. doubt. Now, let me say, even though Knife and Large Pro are not on the album, the album is no shortage of dope beats. Like, you got some really great producers on there. One of the producers that stood out for me, and you even spoke about him in the shout troll, is Praise. Yeah, um, man. Praise, man. That brother, I think, I think, honestly, for me, I think he has most of the songs that I like on the album. Um, and I'm just curious... To know a little bit more about him, you know, I, I this is my first time hearing about him. What what should I know about Praise uh, as far as his career and and what to anticipate from him? Um, I, I would love to put you guys in touch, man. I'm sure he could tell his story way better sure. than I could. I I got put up on Praise um, again just from that same family tree of mm-hmm. Big Doe, who used to manage Little Brother and a lot of other artists from the Justice League. Um, hit me a couple years back. He said, yo, I got two producers that I'm working with. They both mm. fire. I want you to listen to some beats. Um, anybody who knows me knows I'm super duper picky. Any producer will tell you that about. Right, right, right. 
And, um, you know, but once you get through that level, there's a filter there. Once you get past that filter, then, you know, it's, it's, it's an open-door policy. And so if Doe, if Doe recommends me to pr- produce this to me, I'm going to listen because that's Doe. Mm-hmm. Um, and I heard it was one, one, was, one was Praise, obviously, and the other one was um, Cuddy. And they both, they both had really, really dope beats. Mm-hmm. So I did this mixtape in 2013 called Admission to Guilt. And they both um, they both appeared on there. Actually, the record "What's Love" that's on this album as a bonus track was the joint I did with Praise. Cool, um, that is my joint. Yeah. That Pharrell Mons yeah. track, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, um, Praise was also shit. on Barrel Brothers with, with Sky and I. Um, he was on Theo vs. JJ Sky's Loose mixtape. So okay, so he's been around. Okay, you know, but um, relatively new, super duper dope, man. Um, He's 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 amazing, man. I think I think the thing that takes his beats to another, you know, he samples well. Yeah. He has a great use right. of the drums, but I feel like his bass lines is what takes those records. Over right, the top. right. You know, it gives it a, it gives it a warm feeling inside your chest. He and sounds so, like he comes right up out of that soul council, man. Like just yeah, his, he, his he definitely he definitely has a, that type of feel. I could definitely see him kind of fitting in with what they do. Um, but you know, in his own right, he's he's a, a very unique individual. Um, I hear a little knots, you know, in, in his style and his influence as well. Mm, um, right. Yeah, man, he's 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 really dope. He's really he's a real humble dude, um, and he's the only person that I work with this much that I never met. Oh, wow! Wow! wow okay. Wow! Yeah, I'm That's, not at liberty to talk you about him. his his own personal stuff, but. Mm. Um, he, yeah. he he travels a lot, and he's not he's not um you know the one time that we came close to meeting was in Russia, you know what I'm saying? So like I, I've never met him. We've had a couple conversations. On he's the phone. he's from out here though. He's from the U.S. Right? He's, yeah, he's from he's from the DMV. If I'm not okay. Mistaken. Ooh, um, DMV guy. You no, know, but but yeah. maybe sometimes hip hop don't always pay the bills, and so he got other uh, things. That's going right. Yeah, That's yeah, right. Yeah, Keep yeah, it yeah, real. Yeah. You know, enables him to be able to make these dope beats. You know what I mean? Right. Right. And, um, you know, but, but again, like, that's his story to tell. But he's super duper dope, man. And, and um, you know, when we spoke, we actually spoke earlier this week about getting together. And, you know, I said, if I got to jump on a plane and we got to sit down, I just want to get in the studio. Yeah. And collaborate because, you know, for as dope as sending files back and forth is, there's nothing. You Might know, be like, an EP in the works, man, or something, man, you know. Yeah, yeah, it's nothing Possibly. like just in yeah. the studio and the and chemistry really sounds good. Collaborating and vibing out, so I'm, I'm looking right. forward to doing that with the homies. Which is which is what you were saying, you know, with Mac uh, Wonder, like you know, you actually take that trip down to North Carolina and you get that human, that humanistic vibe, as opposed to sending each other emails back and forth. It's it's, it's just different. It's not the same as face to face sort of thing. Yeah, word, absolutely. Word. word. Yeah, I can dig it. So, so Tor, man, um, another producer. I mean, let me just say the album has a lot of dope producers on there. Um, who who's on there? Uh, Pete Rock. My my lady loves that Pete Rock joint too. Um, but she grew up on Pete Rock, so it's a no brainer. Um, but yeah, the Pete Rock track, the premiere track, Knots is on there. Apollo Brown. Pop. That's that's that was saving that Kev, because you know me and yeah. you, <laughs> me and you rock out to Apollo. You know what I'm saying? Word. All right, Word. but. That's the track I want to talk about. The Coney Island's finest track. Mm-hmm. Fresh, brother. Fresh. You know, Thanks. what I really admired about the track is how you constructed the song. It's kind of like your rise to success 
where each verse ends with a different ball player from Coney Island that made it to the NBA. So, you know, I'm curious to know, like, did you actually know Marbury, Sebastian Telfair, Lance Stevenson? Did you know them cats? Like, what's your history with them as far as Coney Island goes? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Word. you know, Bashy and Steph is, you know, that's right around my age bracket. So, wow. you know, I, I, I knew those guys coming up. You know, Steph was the first one who made it to the NBA from the hood. And, mm-hmm. you know, that opened up the floodgates because then seven more guys from my neighborhood made it to Coney Island. Now, you think about the number, the ratio, how hard it is to get to the NBA, one guy from the city, period. Not not one community, not mm-hmm. one borough, but right here from Coney Allen, you know what right. I'm saying? Seven guys make it to the NBA. It's a, it's a super basketball community. Definitely. Um, and I thought it was super dope. And um, the, the inspiration behind that song was really, you know, what the lyrics spit out. Like, I'm just looking like, man, this, these. I'm, I'm not a ball player like that. I could play regular. These guys made it to the league, so they was freaks. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, and and every time somebody else made it or every time somebody else got, you know, recruited, or, and even the guys who didn't make it to the league was still amazing, you know, but for mm-hmm. whatever reason they didn't get into, you know, the NBA. Um, the my The parallel with me was the music was like, I want to make it to the league in hip-hop. You know, I, I want to be on... I wanna, I wanna be on the, I wanna play for the All Star Game and rap, and so that was, that was kind of my plight, you know, putting it out there in Coney Island's finest, and um, it was, it was, it was dope, man. But yeah, I definitely, I know Steph and, and Sebastian. Lance is a little younger, so you know, like I know Lance's pops, I know Lance's aunts, you know, like I used to kick it with Lance's aunts and all that. Mm. Um, but everybody in the song, you know, Coney Island is only three avenues and like thirty blocks. Right, right. It's it's, it's relatively small inside, Mm -hmm. so everybody's connected. Everybody knows somebody that knows somebody, and, you know, it's it's like one degree of separation, if that. Right, right. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, they're definitely known for these these basketball stars, which, you know, I I always knew growing up, you used to, like, because I grew up in Brooklyn, and and, um, you you would always hear about Coney Island as the place. It was like Lincoln High School is where they went, right? Right. Um, Right. So, um... But I, it also, like, listening to the song, it also made me think of, like, some of the other successful heads that came from Coney Island, whether it was in rap or just outside of basketball. Who are some other people that heads might not know about that made it out of Coney Island that's, like, successful, famous now and stuff? Um, I think for the most part it was the ball players, mm-hmm. And then, you know, um, um, you know, Buckshot spent a lot of time. In right, Coney right. You know, his family was from out there. Um, uh, you know, why Clef spent time in, in Marlboro, which is, you know, the na- the neighboring community of Coney sure, Island right there. Sure. Um, Angie Martinez went to high school. John Dewey High School was right there right, um, right. on the border of Coney Island as well. So, you know, Foxy Brown went to John Dewey High School as well. Right, right, right. A bunch of dancers. Uh, one of the BC boys, too. I can't remember which one was from, from Bensonhurst mm. and, and school mm-hmm. right in Coney Island. So... You know, I think I think my actual community, Coney Island, more more known for the ball players. The ball players, yeah, 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 yeah. Very, very, very closely affiliated with a lot of other people that made it out. Was that buckshot you were referring to when you said, um, in the song, maybe some? I forget the person, but you said maybe somebody convinced yeah. Buck to let me get in the studio or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was um, that was buckshot you was referring to. Buckshot I, from yeah, boot I camp. Yeah, the truth though, that pin in that pad. Maybe Mighty tell Buck to let me get in, in the, the lab. lab. Right, right, right. right. 
Mighty Rose is one of my one of my OGs from the neighborhood. Who he's actually the first person to take me to a real recording studio. My man mm. Mighty, and um, you know that reminds me, I gotta call him back because he called me today. Thank you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mighty, that's my OG man. He he grew up with Buckshot. They were very close. You know, anytime you see Buck, you see Mighty Real at his left or his right. And um, that was just me paying homage to to some of the guys who you know, help pave the way for me and, and help me along, whether they knew it or not. You know, I think that any success I have, they could share in because these are the people who kind of coached me through it and, and showed me the way to go. Mm-hmm. Word up. Big ups, man. How, how does the whole Coney Island community feel about the song, man? I know you alluded to it in the shoutro, but just, just to ex- expound on it a bit. Yeah, you know, that was that was prior to it really being out there. You know, that was just a few choice people had heard it. And, um, you know, um, just the feedback has been phenomenal, man. So right, many people right. from the neighborhood love it. And, That's you know, dope. the people who got a chance to hear themselves get shouted out. You know, like I said, right, right, right. The, of, the, of the seven, eight that made it to the NBA, right. it was tons and tons more who didn't, you know, for whatever reason. And, you know, just kind of getting that respect on the song and, and understanding that, it's not just us listening to it, but it's the world listening to it and knowing that, you right. know, that they cemented in a certain part of, of my career and history. Um, you know, I, I've heard nothing but really good things about it. Right. The, the only part is I, I remember a few names after the fact. And so I felt bad <laughs> about leaving a couple heads wow. out. And I try to really make sure that I got everybody in there. Yeah. But, um, you know, it's it's tough. Did, do you know if Lance yeah. heard it or if, or Marbury and any of the ball players heard it? <laughs> um, I don't know if Lance heard it because I know, you know, he's in the middle of the season right now. Right, so, right. You know, I, I can't reach out like that. I That's won't reach Lance out like Stevenson that, right? for people don't know. He's on, what team is he on now? I'll be forgetting. Clipper, yeah, he's a Los Angeles. Oh, he's a Los Angeles Clipper now, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, they're doing their numbers and, and right. you know, they're going to make a nice little playoff run. So maybe nice. after the season or, you know, um, so I'm not sure if he heard it. Okay. Um, I know Sebastian heard it. Dope, um, dope, Steph dope. Is, is in China right now. They just made it to the playoffs, so. You know, oh, he's doing his thing over. out there still, right? Yeah, yeah he's killing, he killing it out there in China. So, you know, nice. um, you know, I want to make sure everybody hears it. I know everybody is, 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 is very closely knit, and so, you know, it's nothing to make sure I get it to everybody who needs to get it and hear it. No um, doubt. But everybody's doing their thing, so I'm sure once they get around checking it out, they'll appreciate it. That's what's up. And you know what? I mean, that, that, that right there is, is a good look. You still got these connections with these guys. You know what I mean? Like that says something about them, and it says something about you know. I think I think from the outside looking in, you know, we we can look at these NBA players or NFL, whatever, professional sports on the mainstream level. You know, we might look at them and invite, oh, you know, they're out there, they made it. They aren't really connecting with nobody, but you're known on the underground level, and and cats fuck with you, but you you not. As you mentioned earlier, you're not signed to a major, so it's not like you're, you know, out there. But cats are still connected. You feel me? Right. It, it stems from us coming from that same neighborhood. And, you know, right. them, them them being privy to seeing what I'm doing. You know, like, I'm not a house. Yeah. I, you know, everybody right. don't, in the world don't know me, but I think because we all come from Coney Island, because of social media, you know, Steph follows me yeah. on my platform, Sebastian mm, follows right. me push platforms and you know Lance right. and, you know everybody's a tweet away or a DM away or right, right, even if right. they don't see Indeed. it somebody in their media circle sees it okay. and, shows, right. and shows it you know when we dropped the Bow Brothers album I didn't give it to Sebastian personally 
But, you know, when he was out with OKC playing, you know, I saw Ooh. the picture posted with him chilling <laughs> by his car, holding up the Battle Brother CD. You know what I'm saying? Right, so, right. Like, that's dope. We, we all, shout out to my man Al B, who's his right, right-hand right man. You know, yeah. we all still very closely connected. Like I said, right. it's, it's literally That's one. that hood love, man. It's a beautiful yeah, thing. Yeah, you would see it like in Queensbridge, but then to see it that's extend it to different neighborhoods, yeah. man, it's dope. Yeah. Sure, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. So that's what's up. Uh, I actually want to go and play that, play that record, man. Uh, Tor, I, I still want to talk to you more, man. You, you, you gonna stay with us a little bit more? Yeah, yeah, I'm here, man. Let's ride. Awesome, awesome. So let's go into that record, and uh, we're gonna come back. We're gonna talk a little bit more. I gotta talk to you about this Breaks movie, this VH1, the Breaks movie. <laughs> I can't yeah. forget about that. So um, yeah, let's go into this um, this joint produced by Apollo Brown. It's called Coney Island's Finest, one of my favorite tracks off of Torrey's latest album entitled Keep It Locked Right Here on Out The Box Radio. Oh, yeah. Before I do that, I'm totally forgetting. I'm actually giving away uh, a prize tonight. It's the Rap Yearbook. The Rap Yearbook written by Shea Serrano. I'm giving it away. Uh, I gave the first hint in the first segment. So the second hint is this. Listeners. Listen up out there. The second hint. You I gave you the hint for the for the for the artist. I'm giving you the hint for the song. The song came out in the mid 1980s and it was sampled by Snoop Dogg on his Doggy Style album. So, that's the song I gave you the hint for the for the for the for the for the name of the artist. It's two artists, old school group that's another hint right there. But the song was sampled by Snoop Dogg on his um, Doggy Style album. Came out in the mid-1980s. So the first person to email us at outtheboxradiorep at gmail.com with the name of the artist and the song, I'll be shipping that book to you. All right, so keep it locked right here. We got, we got Kelvin on the line. We got Torre kicking it with oh, us. God. We'll come right back. And I'll talk a little bit more. Keep it locked on Out the Box Radio, Out the Box Talks. Let's go into this Apollo Brown, Apollo Brown joint, Torrey. Keep it locked. I remember flight was the nicest. I remember norm was the nicest. I remember fresh was the nicest. Yeah, yeah, we only now is finest. I remember tall. I couldn't hoop though. A little something, but not enough to recruit though. I could spit the truth though. That pen and that pad maybe mighty tell Buck to let me get in the lab. Every day I used to come out just as soon as the sun out. Have another verse to make these motherfuckers dumb out. Motherfuckers run out. You heard what he said? Spit shit to convince Six that he should give me this bread. Like we gon' blow up, oh we gon' blow. Fam entertainment, that's all you gon' know. Then the block got raided, paper confiscated, information was stated over sworn affidavits. And just like that, our situation was shaded under a dark cloud, but the dream never faded. Then I turned the draft on and seen the step made it. Some was happy and some was hating. Cause I remember Steph was the nicest. I remember Butch was the nicest. Rest in peace, Juice was the nicest. Yeah, yeah, we call me down. 
Begging, figure fucking with Ronalds Wouldn't get me locked in the box Begging your honor For phone calls to please talk to my mama Wouldn't get in no drama just to get to this loot All I need's enough paper just to get in the stoop Maybe cop a few Jordans for that hat's important Gotta look the part of the situation you call in Like we got money, all we got ends Let the whole industry know I want in The sale rolled up, the McDonald's pushing the bins Told me all this beats was heat and we gon' win You stuck on the island, you drowned or gon' swim I wouldn't have had a demo to shop without him Then I turned the draft on the scene Sebastian was in And the hood did it again Cause I remember Bass was the nicest Every tour, every venue I rock Coney down from my legs to my kicks and my socks You throw it wrong if you thinking it's not How you thinking he got his inspiration? Started with Nathan Right up the block from the Cyclone and Nathan's Like it's world famous, you supposed to be too Some would get it on the court and some would get in the stoop Like they gon' fill us, Coney Dell and the Rillers Ball players, rappers, actors and drug dealers Teachers and cat pillars all come from the south Part of Brooklyn, you shook in one way, yeah, one way out No forgetting this paper, you could love it or hate us But could never degrade us, Coney Dallin the greatest Cause when sports in the said that Lance became a pacer You can't front, homie, we major Cause I remember Lance was the nicest Stage. Got to steal Vince Cellini's line, the traveling Marbury. He's got a family of basketball players. And I can recall as a Cub radio reporter in 1970s covering his brother Eric Marbury. Sky Dog, they called him at the University of Georgia. And Stefan Marbury, really living a dream for that entire family, hoping that somebody would make an impact in the NBA, get their name called on this night. Welcome back to Out the Box Talks. I'm your host, Krill. My man, Kelvin, is on the line. I got the homie Torrey still with us. His new album and title is in stores now. You can catch it on iTunes, Amazon, wherever you shop. It's in stores physically, undergroundhiphop.com. Where, where is it at? Where else is it, uh, Torrey? Where else can people can get the album physically? Um, if you're in the physical side of things, man, definitely support, you know, your independent retailers like That's a right. fat, like a UGHH. Um, some people are more comfortable with Amazon. Um, right. and, and mom and pops, you know, um, the chains, being in chains is really tricky. Um, I know a lot of people don't understand the mechanics of what it takes to be in chains and how even though you may have a CD in the Best Buy or FYE, 
why that might not be the most beneficial for you. So we're not in a bunch of chains. I mean, you can definitely go to like a bestbuy.com and order it. But being in the stores and physically shipping out and, and having reserves and all these things, it's actually something I want to talk about a little later on. Mm-hmm. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, I think I might want to just do a little uh, conversation, a Q&A or something on the Periscope or, or do yeah. it on my YouTube or something, just to kind of break it down because my thing is always Definitely. to try to give the people the information just because things on the surface aren't always what they seem. So anyway, right. to answer your question, that's where you can find the, um, the physical joints. Or you can hit me nice. up direct, man. I, I sign it and send it to you. You know what I mean? We go to the post office once a week. So, you know, you could be in that next batch. That's what's up, man. And, that's and, what and, and, and definitely, Pops, um, I got a, I got an email at 7.18 p.m., like, so almost like a little over three hours ago from UGHH. And it was um, saying the top uh, CDs being sold in January, and uh, y- your shit came up as uh, number two. Wow. Yeah, that's so, dope. You know so, what's crazy ma- about ma- that? Was yeah, that major props. It didn't, um, it, and the date was like January 22nd or something. So imagine if we had a full right. month. You know what I mean? Right, 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 right. Yeah, definitely, man. Yeah, One of the more so. premier albums of the last couple yeah. of months, man. I'm, it's yeah, really. Yeah. Solid from that's beginning solid. to end, brother. Yeah, yeah major props on that. Word up. Appreciate it, sure. Shout out to everybody who supported UGHH. Um, also, we came in number 23 on the Billboard on the independent side, man, which was cool, really cool. cool. Yeah. Me, you know, just yeah. putting the record out and, and, and having my own company and doing it my way and, you know, using Kickstarter. And, and you know, because the 200 people that ordered on Kickstarter weren't counted in that and physical wasn't available right. in that first week. So that was just yeah. people really right. getting out there and supporting the digital space digital, like right. iTunes and the Amazons and, and, and things like that and the Google Play. So, you know, that was that was a big deal for me. It wasn't number one or it wasn't top ten, but I understand what it took to get there. So it was like a number one record for me on the billboard. Right, right, right. Dope, dope. Now, before we um went out into the break, uh, I talked about the Breaks uh, movie, man, which came out recently as a VH1 special you made a cameo in there, brother. You know what I'm saying? I, I got to say, when I, I, it was funny because I'm home with the family. I'm watching it and not really like paying attention to it too much when it, when it, when it, when it first aired. But then I'm looking, I'm like, oh shit, that's Torre. I'm like, yo, Torre is rapping in the movie. So I really felt proud, man. I really felt proud of you. You know what I'm saying? To see you, you know, even though you was, you, you had a cameo doing what you do best, just to see you on the screen was a proud moment for you man a proud moment for me and i know for a lot of people as well because i feel like we share the same kind of humble beginnings you know what i'm saying like we we come from the same root of that underground culture in new york and just to see you on you know sharing that screen it, it was it was uh gratifying for me man so big ups to you man um and uh you know let, let the people know a little bit about how that whole opportunity came to be um, thank you, man. I appreciate that. Yeah, it's dope. You know, the movies, television, and acting is definitely something that I always wanted to, to venture off into, and I felt like, you know, establishing my footing in the music and then kind of springboarding into the other things would, would have been the best route. Um, and then I just, I, I, I don't know if I was apprehensive about pursuing it or really fully pursuing it, because I had done some acting and stuff in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was just like, man, I don't think people know me well enough as an artist yet for me to jump into that because I don't want to be the guy that's trying to be a, a, a rapper, you know, that you that you know more so from the acting space. 
Um, right. You know, and I and I definitely faced a little bit of that with, with doing radio. So cause, mm. because the people who know me from radio and right. don't know me from doing music are like, "Yo, you a radio guy trying to make an album? Like, why you doing that?" And I'm like, "Nah, I'm a, I'm an album guy trying to make." Radio. Word up! They don't know. Yeah. Yeah. You know, to, to answer your question, um, shout out to my brother Fonte, man. He he, he wrote. He was writing on a movie. And um, he thought that I would be dope for that scene, and he reached out to me, and then, um, you know, he put me in touch with Seath, who, who directed it, and Dan, who, whose book it was based off, The Big Payback, which is an amazing book. Shout out to Dan Charnas, and shout out to Seath, man. Um, and I went, and I auditioned for it, like, the very next day, and they called me back a couple weeks later and told me I got the part. And it dope. Was you know, I I really enjoyed the movie, but the one thing I didn't like, and I'm sure a lot of people felt this way too, is like how it ended. You know what I'm saying? Like we like I was joking with my lady the other day. She was like, "Is this gonna be um? Is this gonna be like when is the next part gonna air?" Because she thought it was like a series <laughs> the way it ended and shit. So I'm like, I think that's it. You know what I'm saying? But um, <laughs> I think you understand when you're dealing with intelligent people, they mm-hmm. understand. How to um to drive the conversation and to right. show that there's a demand for something like this and that this is a story that needs to be told and that people want to see and so I think it was left open ended for a very interesting reason. Interesting. Um, we all understand the power of social media and right. think that trend and 9.6 million viewers can't be wrong. You know, That's right. so I think that energy um, shows VH1 that there's a, a demand for this product and that's uh, right you know any good business is going to make sure that they supply the demand so we just waiting for vh1 to let us know when we back on word up what's your thoughts on afro man afro's dope you know i had been seeing him and, and hearing the name i hadn't actually gotten to listen to the music mm-hmm. but you know once i saw he was casting the breaks and i got a chance to um chop it up and listen to some of his joints man i thought it's dope Dope, dope, dope. What was your most memorable, uh, I guess, experience being on set? Um, the whole thing was dope, man. Mm-hmm. You know, I only shot one day, and then I was only okay. on set two days. We went out and shot, you know, shot one day, and I and I went to the set another sure. day just to catch a vibe. Um, and then I went to the studio with Antoine and Fonte um, one other day. And, um, you know, that was it. But all the time that we were on set, man, we had a blast. Um, just a bunch of fun, a bunch of jokes. You know, I knew Mac, I knew um I knew Fonte. Right, Mac Wiles. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Dan and I started to form a relationship and I met Antoine. Antoine is really, really great, man. He's a dope actor. Mm. Um, Afton Williamson, she's an amazing actress. Um, so, you know, just forming relationships with them. Nice. And um, you know, it was it was love, man. It was love. I think everybody was excited about it. I think everybody understood the importance of doing something like this and doing it right mm-hmm. and making sure that it was as authentic as possible and making sure that everybody was fully in character and fully invested. Um, you know, it was it was a great film to be a part of, and I thought the cast was amazing. And so, you know, those days that I was on the set shooting, it was, it was fun-filled, a lot of jokes, a lot of behind-the-scenes BS and banter. Um, you know, right. that's what comes with the territory. And um, I'm, just, no doubt. I'm just really proud of, of the end result. I think the brace was really ill. Word. And speaking of Fonte, hey. man. Go ahead, Cal. You get Nah, I mean you said Mac Wilds, man. Troubled times. You know what I'm saying? Word up, troubled times. L mine. I mean, how did that come about? Uh you know, Measy, that's my big bro, L mine. Um, anytime mm-hmm. I'm working on something, we gotta get one in. You know, we, we don't do a yeah. whole 
record together. But, you know, I always like to try to include him on what I'm doing. And um, mm-hmm. the title was no different, you know. So he was like, yeah, let's set up some studio time. And, you know, we got together. Um, I had been talking to Mac about doing something. And um, I was like, well, I'm in with Elmine, you know, next week. And he was like, word, so let's do that. And so... I'm thinking Torrey, Elmar, Mac, Wiles, we're going to make a dope joint for the ladies. Yeah. And, you know, it's going to be single, and we're going to shake it up. We're going to take tops. And then we got in the studio, and, and you know, this kind of goes back to what I alluded to earlier about just that that in-studio right. vibe. You know, we got in the yeah. studio, and, and Elmar started putting together the beat, and it had that feel to it. And then, you know, I went off in my corner, and I started kind of formulating that first verse. And then, mm-hmm. you know, I spit it for Elmine and Mac, and then, you know, Mac started coming with the hook, and then Elmine started piecing the beat together more, and it was a real collaboration, you know. Yeah, and, straight. And came straight out with times, which is a really dope record, man. A, a, a yeah. real dope record. It's one of my favorites of the project. And yeah, that's, um, it just that's goes to show, if I would have yeah. just emailed them something, it would have been a whole different song, and, right. and we wouldn't have had that magic in the studio. Right, that's, exactly. That's, that's the importance of really getting together and collaborating, is mm. that you have those moments where, in your mind, it might be one thing, but creatively, you might take it to a whole other space. Word. Yeah. Now, now, going back to Fonte, man, I got to say, like, we really get to hear Fonte spit a rap recently like i think last year it was only like one song i could recall where you heard fonte rapping here we come the top of 2016 and fonte not only raps on your joint he freaking slays it <laughs> how the hell did you get fonte <laughs> to you know be involved in and and to pen a, a you know a track like that for your project oh uh, you know man fonte that's that's my not bro too. man we we go way back like I said, man, just coming up under that Justice League, you know, first and foremost, being a yeah. fan of Little Brother and then getting a chance to meet with them and rock with them and, and be on their last album on the song 24, you know, that's fam. So, right, right. Um, Tay and I, I reached out to Tay, and just like you guys, man, I'm a fan. I want to hear Fonte rap. I know how great he is. Mm-hmm. I think some people might get it confused, and they be hearing him singing with a bow tie, and you <laughs> know what I mean? And I'm like, nah, man, we we need... We need fonts. We need, you know what I mean? We need so you talked to him about that. You told him, I need you to, to do your... I didn't even have lyrical... to. I didn't even have to. Okay. It was like, yo, Tay, I got a joint. Um, I'm going to send it to you. Tell me how you feel. And, I mean, once you heard that, you knew it wasn't going right, to be no right, 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 right. Yeah, right. yeah you, you sent him a notch track. I should have known yeah, you better. Knew what you came to do. <laughs> um, and so he just came in Whoa. and bodied it, man. And and I was I, as a fan, I was happy. You know, I was I was very excited that it was going to be on my project, especially since he told me Whoa. that he wasn't doing so much this year. Um, you know, I was I was I was blessed and fortunate to get Don't. one of those few verses that he's going to be putting out this year. And um, you know, I'm a fan first, man. I'm like, shit, this yeah. is good. This is good rap. Right, right, right. The output that somebody um, puts in your own track. That speaks volumes to you as an artist. Mm. You feel me? Um, that's dope. You know that that that's respect right there because he, yeah, he could have come with the you know with the bow tie singing shit, but he came with some something different. Yeah. And why did he do that? It wasn't because he felt different that day. It's because well, I'm on a Torrey track. Right. Yeah, that's that's that speaks yeah, volumes to, for real. You know what I mean? He had to come to the dance, man. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and I sent it yeah. to him actually, and this is something I don't normally do, especially with a guy of Fonte's caliber. But I actually right, sent right. him the whole song 
with my verse on it. So he wow. knew exactly how I was coming. And so, right, right, right. So that that's good. That that might have had an influence too. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yo, so let me let me ask you, man, what's the funniest shit you've seen Fonte do or say around you, man? Like just recording. <laughs> oh man, he's oh he's a really funny guy. You know, Fonte's brilliant, man. I don't say that about too many people. He's yeah. really intelligent. Um he's 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 really articulate. Um I think anybody who, who understands music the way that he does and understands life and culture the way that he does, um, are special. There's actually a video that we shot one day behind the scenes on the breaks. Um, it might be on my Facebook page. Um, Dan Chan has actually shot it. And it was just in between takes, and it was it was Fonte fucking with Afton, and then I came out and I joined in, and just the way he was so witty with it and the way that, you know, it, it looked like it was really an impromptu, improv sketch comedy thing, man, mm-hmm. but just the way we were able to bounce off each other and, it's just so crazy. Like you look at it and you think it's actually something that we had planned out, but it right. really was all on the fly. Right. And it just really, I think it speaks volumes of the type of person he is, is and right. how witty he is and how off the cuff he can be and come right with it. You know, um, a, a very, very special individual. Dope, dope, man. That's what's up, man. And uh, so shout out to Fonte. And I know you got Pharrell Mantra on the album too. I mean, uh, that track. Man, when I heard that shit, I had to play it back a couple times because I had heard the beat. It's that beat that um, it praised the beat right for the the last track. It's like the bonus right. track on the album. It's, it's called "What's Love." Praised did it. What's love? And, um, you know, that was like a Beanie Siegel beat or something. Like yeah, somebody sampled that in the past. I want to say it, it might have been Kanye who did it. Nothing like it for being. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Actually, let me let me Google that so we're not wrong. But we right, right. I don't know if it was Beans or State Property or something. No, it was but Beans. I know it was, it was Beans. That was okay. Beans. That was um, off the Reason album. Yeah, it was off the Reason. It was Beanie, nothing like it. I think I think he yeah. did it. And yeah. um, you know, uh, normally I'm I'm not I'm not the guy that like if you already got a a, a beat that's out there, I don't feel like people need to um sample it or you right, 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 right. Over. Um, but that was like I said initially, it was on a mixtape called Admission to Guilt. And you know, mixtapes I use a little more freedom. You know, I'm not I'm not such a stickler about a sample or something like that because it's a mixtape, so it's supposed to feel right. you know it's supposed to have that type of feel, um, different from what I would do on the album. Mm-hmm. But Pharaoh, you know, Pharaoh is one of my favorite MCs, and I thought the song was so powerful, and I thought that Pharaoh killed it so much, and that was really just a free yeah, digital download mixtape. And I wanted it to have a real home. I wanted it to have a real place. I wanted it to be available on vinyl mm. or want to go to iTunes and, and support it. You know, you right, can do right, that. Right. And so, you know, for as dope as it was that it was a part of this mixtape from 2013, I just felt like it didn't do it enough justice. And right. so I, I made it a bonus on the album. So, you know, when you buy that vinyl, when you put that needle down, you can get that. You can get that feel and you can really understand it. And um, you know, I, I feel like I made a I made a good decision because so many people hadn't heard it. You know, right. even though it was free and it was readily available, you know, a lot of people missed it three years ago. So Word I'm up. glad we were able to bring it back around. And we playing it on the station now, man. That was like one of the first songs. I mean, you know, besides the singles that had came out prior, I was playing it on the station. But when I first heard the album, I was like, shit, I need this on the station asap because um. Both of y'all are just slaying it, man, on that, man. And, and and you were speaking about, you know, the whole idea of not wanting to redo another track that was sampled before, but 
this shit this shit gives it new life, man. This shit is raw. You know, so Yeah, yeah. Praise Praise Freaked it, man. Yeah, Praise, Praise Freaked it, word up. Praise is special, man. That boy guy, he ride the slow yellow bus, man. But um, mm. you know, he freaked it. It doesn't feel like <laughs> nothing like it. I mean, I think when you hear the sample you already know what it is, but you know, I think mm. it, it he put his own twist and feel on it and um, you know, it was it enabled me to approach it a different way because you know, I didn't feel like, oh, I'm just rhyming over the beating seagull beat. You know what I mean? Word. Right. Yo, when I first heard that shit, I was in my bathroom with my headphones on, looking at myself in the mirror, just like <laughs> acting like I'm a rapper and shit, like just bobbing to that shit. I, like, you know, that's my visual, man. Like, I was just like in my own zone, like, yo, because the track screams at you, man. It's that raw vibe that you get man you don't often get a lot and it really it really speaks to you another track that i really enjoy on the album and i got a shout out um is is your is your brother kill ripkin the together track i really like that track just uh what's what's good with him man i know he goes back with you man it's like every time i don't get a chance to hear him much but i love hearing his voice as an mc man he just seems very intelligent uh and his MCN reflects that a lot like what's what's good with um what's good with kill ripkin man i love the message on the song yeah rip man that's that's my brother he's he's definitely somebody who's been there you know he's from coney island i'm knowing him he's like an og to me like a big brother like a mentor mm. um and and we you know when i came in in 2006 i was in a group called a coalescence and he was the other mc in that group and right. even though the group was was short-lived you know, because it was four members. Um, Kill and I, you know, we came in solid and we and we left that group solid. Wow. Um, so we, we always work together. And I actually spoke to him today. You know, he's working on new music right now. And um, it just had been a minute, you know. I hadn't, um, I hadn't recorded with him in, in a few years, probably maybe since, like, 2009 wow, or something. Wow. And so it was just time. It was crazy because we were speaking like we always do. You know, like, we, we that's my family. You know what I'm Word saying? Up. So, I just call him and we talk and we we talk about life and we check up on each other and he was just like, "Yo, what's up, man? We'll be doing another record." And I was wow. like, "You know what? I'm gonna send you something right now. I got the perfect record." And um, you know, I had it right in the chamber. As soon as I heard it, I knew who I wanted on it. And um, it was just so funny that when we had that conversation, he was like, "Yo, send me something." Probably just saying it, and then I was like, "All right, word up. I'm sending it right now." You know, saying, and he did exactly what I knew he would do on it. He killed it. Um, word. He's very another guy, man. Really intelligent, um, really in tune with with the universe and what's going on, and, and having knowledge itself. And so, right, right. You, you can know, tell. You um, can tell. Yeah, man. He that's how he carries himself, and you know he got one of those really distinct voices when you hear him. Word up through the track. Um, and, and like Guru say, it's strictly the voice that gets yeah, you man. up, man. The, the brother voice, got it. When 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 I heard that joint, I knew he would. I knew he would body it, and um, you know I'm glad that people enjoying it. Mm, word up! I'm, it's it's one of my favorites on the on the album. Man. It's a lot of tracks that I really like, man. Um, and you yeah. know, just just dealing with that that track, you know, the song is called Together. I love the message in it. Uh, but I wanted to ask you, based on that that whole message, like, what do you think is the culprit behind why you know we as a people generally don't stick together? You know, whether it's business wise or socio socio political matters, like. Just just to hone in a little bit on the that subject matter, like why why do you feel like us as a people tend not to stick together from your perspective? Man, I think that, you know, is the foundation and the root is that divide and conquer. You know, mm. I think a lot of people 
um, feel like the only way to get to the top is to put somebody else down or to do it by yourself when in all actuality, you know, it's much easier to do things together and move as a unit mm-hmm. and have that strength in numbers. But, you know, um, it's no coincidence that our community is in the in the position that it's in and other communities aren't. Um, right. it, it stems from a lot of systematic and, and yeah. programming of our minds and dividing us yeah. and making us pitting us against one another. Right. Like, yo, there's yeah. one job here. Who's going to get it? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Right. Instead of us looking together and working together and creating our own thing or seeing that right. it's bigger than just us getting this one opportunity, we can build and create our own opportunities. Um, right. You know, it, it, pits, it pits us against one another and it keeps the people in power in power to put us against each other. You know what I'm saying? As long as we keep fighting each other and killing each other and competing with each other, then they don't have to worry about us being competition. And, um, you know, it's it's bigger than than a a black-on-black thing. It's bigger than a hip-hop thing. It's um, it's the way this country was designed, you Mm. know? I don't think people say the system is failing us. I think the system was never designed for us to win. And mm-hmm. so it's not failing us. It's working for the people who created it. Wow. We have right. to understand that we are powerful enough and that we got to understand that our dollars mean just as much as their dollars and probably yeah. more so because we shift the culture. You know, hip-hop right. isn't a multi-billion dollar business because people don't love it. You know what I'm saying? We, we decide the trends. Beyonce mentioned Red Lobster in her song on Saturday, and the 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 the, the earnings went up thirty three percent, and they were trending for the first time in the company's history. Wow, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And that's just her saying, "I take them to Red Lobster." You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. you got to really understand the power that we possess and we hold, and how much uh, um, influence that we can be on the world, and then start to utilize it for more than just you know, selling liquor or, or making Balmain, you know, right. famous and richer than they are or making Hermes more famous and richer than they are. You know what I'm saying? Like, we need to put that energy and reinvest it in our communities and ourselves and, and really be a competitive force against people who've been in power for generations. Wow. Man, well said, man. Well said. I think what you're saying we won't even be alive to actually see what you're saying flourish because the civil rights movement was pretty much yesterday. Right. You know, you know what I mean? Like it, it's, it's, I think we're moving in an excellent direction. And I think with hip hop, the hip hop that's being produced on the level that, that you're producing it and delivering it is, is being done in a very well realm. But as a people, we, we have so much, to learn so much to grow off of mm-hmm. yeah wow. i think i think the i think the reprogramming is definitely going to take um it's going to take time because mm-hmm. it has to seep through and 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 you know um the late tupac said that i might not change the world but i want to spark the mind that's that right. does right. and and that's really right. what you know and i don't think any of us are going to be here to see you know martin luther king wasn't here to see his dream fully materialized but i think that his energy and the fact that he embarked on that mission and started it and then 
you know, years and years later, people just followed it up and right. kept pushing through and going through. You know, that's right. what, what, what I want my legacy to be. I think for as dope as all my projects are and, you know, when you listen to rhyme, I, you know, wrap my face up and all that's cool, but... I want to change somebody's life, like for real. Right. You know, like right. I want to, I want to, I want my legacy to be more than he did radio and he rapped, and you might have saw him on TV. Like, right. how did I really affect the world? How did I change somebody's outlook? How did I change somebody's existence? You know, that's what right. that's what I really think my calling is. And um, well, you know, it, it's it's the same thing that I, that I tell Crow. It's um, patience. Like sure. everything comes with time. You know, we don't we don't come from like million dollar backgrounds or nothing like that. But money is able to like you know push us like that. But the love is there, the grind is there, and it's gonna show. You know what I mean? It's gonna show at at at, at the right time. It's not gonna show when maybe we want it to to show, but it's gonna show at the right time. That's true, man. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, I got one 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 quick question. Um, Torre, Jalil Beats. I'm here. Talk to me. So, what made you go to Jalil Beats for that track? Like, I, it's a dope ass track. It's not what I would have expected. From you, <laughs> but no, 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 because 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 it's like you freaked it. I think you hit that. I think you hit the nail right on the head, though. It's not mm -hmm. what. So here's the thing. I've been I've been doing my own radio show on Sirius XM for the last two years, right? Word right. up. Big ups to you and on that, man. Thank I you, meant man. to ask you about it. that too, yeah. It's 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 really dope to kind of be on the other side of the radio yeah. and understand right. the mechanics, see how it works, see why it works, you know, right. go through the metrics, go through the analytics, right. really have a different understanding of how things tick. Um, with that said, I can take that information and bring it back to the artist space. Now, I I, I right. used to struggle with doing the song and recording the song and putting the song on the album. Um, but that's the bait. That's what mm -hmm. I throw out there in the water. That's the shiny. You see it. You hear it. You like right. it. Yo, this is, oh, this is the Torrey. Okay, let me, oh, this is off this album called Entitled. Right. Let me check it out. See right. what else is on it. Oh, shit, you got Together. Then you got Trouble right. Times. Then you got The End. Then you got Crown. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, and. Right. My my thing is that, you know, you can't keep trying to force feed people the information. Sometimes you just got to kind of bring them to it and, and, and let them discover it for themselves. So that's what right. Let Them Know is for me. That's the record that, and it's funny because, of course, it's my most um, successful record at radio. Right, you know, right. It makes sense, yeah. Playing on BT yeah. jams. And, you know, it's also yeah. utilizing these relationships that I've been able to form over the last few years. Yeah. Um, right. Working with these different people and companies and seeing, you know, how far we can take it. But, again, you know, that's that's the one record that I could pull out from the album and show it to a different audience. The right. Torrey yeah. audience and, is going to come I, and buy the album because they've been here for the last 10 years, so they know what to expect. Yeah. My thing but is you always want to broaden. You, you yeah, want to broaden your somebody who's not a Tory yeah. fan. Somebody who just hears me on Sirius XM and is like, "Yo, this not this. That's the DJ dude from the radio. That's the radio. Right, dude right, right, dude right. The radio. That's that bugs me out know. though. Like how they, how they yeah. that they refer to you as that, and I'm like, "Yo, I I know I know you made a name for yourself in that arena, but like 
Come on, man. Barrel Brothers, the album with Marco Polo. Yeah. I mean, all the stuff that right, you did exactly. before. Like, But, you know, I, I don't knock it because you know everybody that, that learned that a different only, level. only had so much of a reach. Yeah. Right. Serious XM got 28 million subscribers. That's true, that's true. You know true. what I'm saying? Barrel Brothers right. sold 7,000 records. You know what I'm saying? Like, right, so right, right, right. You got to understand and that. For, for as much as I have footed um, and have my footing and, and cemented in it, there's so many people who didn't get it who just aren't in that space. So it's brand new to them. This whole thing right, is new. Right, right. Look at me as a, a radio guy trying to make records. <laughs> and, and it doesn't matter how you get to it as long as... <laughs> that's true, that's true. If it's let them yeah. know and you love that record and, and it brings you to the album and then you listen right. to the album and you see it's more there and then that takes you back through the catalog then it made sense. Nah, that, that's, yeah. that's right. And that that also goes to show where you are as as an artist. You're not so stuck in this in this certain avenue. You're because, like I said, you freaked it. it. Ain't about you know. Um, okay, you're sticking to your core. You're sticking to your Nike Wonder. You're sticking to your Knots. You're sticking to your Apollo Browns. Now, nah, like I. Give me, give me this. You know, what I mean, give me this, this, this beat that I may not necessarily, you know, people don't that in my circle may not necessarily fuck with, but I'ma still do Torre. You feel me? Yeah, like, right, right. That, that was important that, for me. It was, it was like that don't dumb me, it down. You know? Yeah, exactly. You still, you still handle your business, and and that to me is what is, uh, you know, respectable. You know, what I'm saying as as a fan, like that's respectable. Thank God. It. You know, those are the records that you know. That's that. That's the record that's going to be able to pay for, you know, ten other records that people love. Mm-hmm. That's the tactical record. Yeah, those, yeah that, those are the records yeah. that get licensed and that you'll see on movies and hair. Right. You know, on right. video games and things like that. Right. And, and that'll generate the money to pay Pete Rock. You know, to give me the next two. Right, right. Premier Knots and all these guys who don't come free. Right, 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 right. You know, that's my family, that's my friend, and all of that. But at the end of the day, this is what we do for a living. It's a business, so, man. So, you know, it is still a business. You mm. know what I'm saying? So even though I get the homie rate, it's still, you know, it's still money. It's still, oh, like, yeah, DJ yeah. Premier is a legend. He got multi-platinum record. Like, you think he's just going to sit in the studio for hours at a time just for fun? Right, nah, right. that's not how it works at all. I'm so glad you put that out there, man. And speaking of another track, um, you know, I kind of want to close with this question. I definitely cannot close the interview without asking this question. The the track that really, really, um, one of the probably the most thought provoking track on the album is the end with the capital N, where you're basically, you know, revealing your thoughts on choosing not to use the N word. I thought right. it was courageous and mature for you to do a track like that, you know, like, so I'm just curious to know, like, what was the breaking point that made you say, not only am I not going to say this word, but I'm about to write a song about it. Um, you know, I think that it was something that was kind of in the back of my mind for a number of years, mm-hmm. you know, just, just the, the, the word and, and the sting and the stigma attached to the word, but it was also a word that was just so, you know, used actively in my in my conversation mm-hmm. and and the music that I listened to and in the movies that I watched and it was just a word, right? But I always understood the power of said word, and I think you know you said maturity, and and I think that um, 
the the older you get and the more mature you become, mm-hmm. um, you like you know, if you knew better, you do better. That's the same. Right, right. And and the more that I, you know, traveling, I think definitely took a toll on me because, like I stated in the song, like I'll, I'll be somewhere in Germany or Poland or Italy somewhere, and I come off the stage and they're like, "Yo, my nigga, you kill it, yo," mm. and it's just like, <laughs> but um, they not really understanding because the culture right. is different and that they're mm-hmm. in a different part of the world and and what they understand about the word is that it's a word we use in hip hop, like right. son. You know, like right, right, right. Fix, you know what I mean? Like yeah. fitting. Like it's just another yeah. slang word to them. Right, and right, so, right. You know, when somebody's shoving a CD in your face and they saying "nigga, sign this," you can't be mad because you just got off the stage for forty-five minutes, nigga, nigga, yeah. nigga, 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 all over the place. Right. And so, you know, um, it, it was something that I, it just really started to bother me. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I was like, I'm intelligent enough in my vocabulary that I can substitute this word. I don't ever have to use it in my music. Um, right. and so for this project, you know, if you listen to the whole album, the word doesn't appear until the end. For me, you know, Fonte, he's never going to stop. He's a bastard. <laughs> but, you know, for me... Um, Him and a whole lot of other rappers. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, um, for me, it just was like, it was omitted from, from, from my writing. And um, I felt really right. good about it. And and I thought that making a song like the end, you know, I wanted to approach that record different, so it's it's a lot more melodic, and you know, I think I approached the the recording of it yeah. different than a lot of my other joints. Um, and it was a record I knew I wanted to make, and I wanted to put on the album. It was just getting the right beat, and then um, you know, as I chopped it up with Mark Infinite, and he sent over some joints. As soon as I heard it, I was like, "That's it." That's Yo, gonna shout be out the to one. Mark Infinite. He you know. And um and and yeah and then I just kind of started putting it together and I was kind of apprehensive about it and it was dope because I was in the studio and I had laid it and I was listening to it and I was really analyzing it and I was probably on the verge of like probably backing away from it mm-hmm. and um it just so happened Master Ace had a session after me and you know Ace is my OG right right and, um you know he came in and I was like yo stop it stop it stop it he was like nah let me hear that. And, um, you know, he heard it before it was fully done, and he was like, yo, I understand why you, are, like, stop it. And he was like, yo, because you're in a vulnerable space. He was right. like, yo, we don't say mm-hmm. nothing. He was like, yo, put it out just like that. It's a record that needs to be heard. Nice. It's a record that I need to hear from you in this in this stage in your career. And, um, you know, he, he kind of definitely just solidified what I was feeling. That's wow. Special. Shout out to Master Ace. Wow, yeah, man, because that you know I'm a Brooklyn dude, man. Like I grew up a big Ace fan, so mm-hmm. you know for him to be yeah. like like another mentor, like a big brother to me, uh, you know it, it means the world to me, man. Because right. like I remember when Take a Look Around came out, and and I had the mm-hmm. tape, and I would just lay on the floor and listen to my mm-hmm. headphone and my Walkman, you know, and read all the liner notes, and and just be amazed by it all, you know. So from to go from that to, you know, him calling me and us being on the phone for an hour, chopping it up and talking about life and talking about health and, you know, working out and eating and it's just crazy right. to me. So, you know, it was it was a blessing that he came to the studio and he got there when he did and he heard what he heard. Right and, on um, time. You know, mm-hmm. he let me know that it was a go, you know. And once the OG okay. said it's a go, it's a go. You got to let that fly. Yeah. <laughs> and and it, it, it's, it's, just, it's, it's just dope that you even came up with that concept. You know what I'm saying? Like. Right. Because all, because all these, all these years I'm listening, and I'm not even thinking about that. Right. And then you know you make this track, and like, oh, okay. So now what this does is it, it makes me go back to the earlier tracks, right. and like study, study you. You know what I'm saying? And like, right. damn, like, 
now now you get now you get to the artistry of this whole thing, and now we're getting more to the to the to the soul to the to the individual of the right. artist. Right, right. You know what I mean? So that one track does a lot, man. It well, does I, a lot. I, I love the does. fact that you, you can listen to my projects and hear growth. You know, when I yeah. dropped Billy Conversation in 08, I had a song on there called The Niggas Is Coming, you know, and then right. fast forward eight years later <laughs> wow. to the end. Right, you know, right, 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 right. <laughs> it, was, it wasn't scripted. It wasn't planned. Like, that's just me yeah. living life. That's me traveling yeah, the world. Yeah. That's me evolving and becoming a husband and a father and, and all these maturity. things happening in my life. Maturity. And you hit that maturity. And I think that yeah. that's really the mark of a dope artist is, man, when you, yeah. when you hear an artist go from one position to another position, evolve, still maintain being really dope lyrically and creatively, but you hear that growth. Right. And mm-hmm. what man is, you know, um, so that, that meant a lot to me yeah. to just be able to come up with that type of record. And, right. um, you know, I love it, man. The music is, is, is your business card. Like, you're not understanding that maybe early on, but that's how you represent yourself. That's how you introduce yourself to people around the world. They, right, not, they right. might not never ever get a chance to meet Tory face-to-face, but they got Barrel Brothers. They got Double Barrel. They got For The Record. Sure, that's right. me. I'm in their homes. Like, that's how they right. know me. They know me as the dude that said blah, blah, blah. And so when they meet me, when they greet me with that, I got to understand that that's what I put out there. And so, exactly. you know, I can't I can't reverse the hands of time and take it right. back. But what I could do is move from right now and knowing forward that I'm putting right. another energy out there and hopefully that that message gets out there. So when I'm out, right. you know, across the seas or whatever, they understand to address me properly and, mm-hmm. and not right. address them, you know, the same way. And um and then and then there's no and then there's no feeling of of wow you know like right. man that things like I shouldn't do that you know what right, I mean right 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 I had to look in the mirror you got to be self critical first and so um yeah you know uh, and so many people like after they heard the record hit me like yo damn I was having these same thoughts so I've mm. been on the fence or right. so I agree or yo I disagree you know because I like that conversation too yeah um, right. just that's that dialogue though and that's, that's right. what we need is that is that dialogue again well what i thought was so dope about the record was the fact that you don't get to hear that perspective of the word in hip-hop a lot very mm-hmm. often it's more of people embracing the word and embracing maybe it, right. yeah maybe even finding you know new ways to change the word or mm-hmm. sometimes mm-hmm. it's hey let's 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 um let's change the meaning of the word let's take the power out of the word or right, some, right. some people may say, hey, the etymology of the, of the word dates back to Ethiopian king. You know, right. there's all these different ways. But for you to come out and be like, look, I don't think it's a word I should be using, you know, and not trying to rename it or change it. It's admirable because you don't really hear rappers taking that approach. You know what I mean? So just yeah, just yeah. as a... It, it was just a it was just a conscious Torrey decision. And right, I'm not, right. I'm not trying to sway anybody. Or, right, or right, right. Anybody or like this is me. This is my journey. Mm-hmm. This is my plight. This is how I feel about right. the word. Um, you know, I grew up strictly for my niggas, Tupac. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. Have the ignorant getting goals accomplished. Like I know it. I got it. I, I used it. I tried it. Um, it's not until you stand in there with a kid with blue eyes and blonde hair shoving a CD in your face, saying, yo, take this picture with me, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like, do you yeah. really get that understanding? Mm. And, and, you know, although I didn't live through them civil rights, 
you know, it took me to a place of of seeing those images in my head, you know what I'm saying? And 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 also just where we are in the world right now, you know, I think that with all that's going on with the police brutality, mm-hmm. with the right. injustice, you know, towards young black males and, and females, um, they treating us like we niggas, you right, know, right, like right. I said in the song. And so, you know, like, if we keep calling ourselves that and carrying ourselves that way, that's how they're going to view us and that's how they're going to treat us. Like, you know, you can right. stand there and march and talk about, you know, what lives matter and, and, and you know, put your hands up and put your guns down and all of that. But if when you conducting yourself out there in the world, right. calling yourself a nigga, you know, they, they going to treat you that way. And, right. you know, just for me, it was just like a culmination of all of that happening. And I was just like, yo, it's, it's time. And I'm only using the word in context right now. Right, because, right, right, right. You know, outside of, in my music, like I said, my music is my business card. So it started in the music. I was like, yo, I got to make sure that moving forward musically, I don't ever use the word. And, and now it's, you know, just in my daily conversation as well. Right. Um, so it's a know, conscious thing on a regular. Just, I, yeah, just yeah. figure out ways to just substitute it, not use it. You know, um, I call you brother a king, you know, a family first before I call you my nigga. So. Right, right, right. And I, I noticed that the um the Pharaoh track that came after the N-word was used, but it was um bleeped out. Right. And I was like, because yo. I, again, that. that was a record I recorded in 2013. Right, right, right. So but that was dope I, that you did that. I mean, it made sense. Yeah, so I went back and I, and I told the engineer, I was like, yo, we're going to use this record. And of course, it's the old record, but... I was like, what we're going to do is mute this word, because um, even though I was using it three years ago, if it's going to appear on this project, mm. you know, I got to stand true to what I said. Right, 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 of course. Did so, Pharaoh you know, use the word on the track? Mute it. Did Pharaoh? So. <laughs> All right, so you didn't have to mute his shit. <laughs> but you wouldn't mute his, because it's, it's really you. Yeah, but uh, that was great, man. That was great, man. Yo, Torrey, thank you so much for joining oh, yeah. us tonight, man. I really appreciate it, man. For sure, I appreciate it, man. It was beautiful speaking to y'all this evening. Um, yeah, man. You know, Definitely. Any, anybody who really gets it, understands it, and, and we can have an in-depth conversation about not only the music, but life, man. I'm, I'm always I'm always game for it. Krill, you know, we go back, man. I remember Salute. we sat down, and off the camera, we had some real-life talks about family and, and, and relationships and all that, too, man. So, yeah, you know, man. Definitely, definitely always got time for you. Shout out Even to you, was, man. I was trying to watch that Lakers, that Lakers-Cavs game, but it's all good. Right, 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 right. Yo, <laughs> man, big ups to you, Tor, man. You know, I seen you at the, um, yo, let me tell y'all out there, man. Tor's a real good brother, man. I was, um, I was at the, we was at, I was at the Brooklyn Hip Hop Festival, uh, last year. And, you know, I really, I, I really, you know, haven't been getting out as much as I used to, but, I, you know, I was at the Brooklyn Hip Hop Festival and, Tor tapped me and you know I didn't see him and then I looked around and he was right there I was like yo what's good man and it's it, 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 it was it's humbling to see that you know you've went on to do big things and for somebody like me for you to like you know remember me and shit like it, it, you know it means a lot man just to just to you know just to just put it out there and show the humility that you have as a person man you know you are you on you on Sirius XM you you seem to find yourself hosting a lot of events you know every time i you know i'm out there i see you doing your thing man so you know very humble brother man i really enjoy the album and you know keep doing you man keep doing you we we here to support you you know always no man doubt. 
Yeah, man, and vice versa, man. I, I definitely appreciate it. And um, yeah, you know, I never want to be that guy, man. If 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 if, if ever I, it escapes me, or you know, I get so busy, or so so many people cross my path that I miss anybody, you know, it's definitely just the mind and not the heart. But you know, I'm I'm glad that you know, anytime I see you, there's always familiarity and, and love and, and all that. Right We're gonna continue to keep it like that. You feel me? No doubt, brother. All the best, man. Make sure y'all go check out that uh, uh, Entitled album uh, yeah. by Torres and Stores right now. Man, I mean, what what more can I say, man? It's, you know, Tor, I got to say this, man. I've been listening to the album, and I'm the type of dude, and Kelv knows this about me, you know, mm-hmm. I decipher lyrics, man. That's my new thing. That's my new <laughs> thing. I've been doing that shit for the last year, and Hold it up. takes me some time, man, so... I'm I'm sitting with every track and I'm deciphering lyrics and I'm I finally got through this album. I'm done. I got through the album and you know it's just a, it's just a good feeling to like go through a full album and just see that there's like a wealth of good lyrical content on the album that you could take with you for food for thought and and will last you last with you for a long time. So I kid you not, yeah. people, when you go cop this album, you'll really like it, especially if you're a lyric head, lyric head. And the ladies love it too, man. So that's important, man. What could that's I say? The ladies, they buy more records than you bum. Yeah, that's right. That's <laughs> Yo, so we go, we go, we gonna get up out of here. We gonna go out with another track. Um, what what's the track you want us to go with, man? Let's another joint off the album uh, tour. You you pick the um, joint. You know what? Let's let's hit that crown, man. I like the energy on that. Okay. Um, 3D Nati is on it. You know, yeah. it's the first time we work together. It's the first time I work with Mr. Porter. You know who who who's Ooh, a, uh, yeah. 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 his own right with all of the amazing Hell music yeah. produced. Um, Nati is dope. She's a beast from New Orleans, and nice. even though I gave her something to stick to the script, you know she still showed her ability to. Bit. So if you appreciate her on Crown, you definitely gonna love all her other work. Um, and I love the message on this record, man. I think when you look at the title, you yeah. think I'm, I'm about to take you one place, and, and we go a whole different direction. And um, it's a fun record. I performed it last night at Webster Hall. The, the nice. reaction to it has been great. And um, yeah, man, let's get into it, man. Right here on Out the Box is Torrey album out there right now. It's called Entitled. You checking out Crown, my fellas? Peace. I appreciate y'all. Travel safe. Love. Peace, bro. Peace, Tor. Good looking, man. Have a good night. No doubt. We out. Let's check this out. Crown, Out the Box Radio, Out the Box Talks. Man, Torrey was on the line, man. Calv, that was great, man. You know what I mean? That was dope. Yeah, so. Dope. Yeah. So so we're going to go into this track, man. It's called Crown. It's off of Entitled. Check it out. And we're going to come back. Me and Kel got a couple more things to talk about. And uh, we'll be out. But uh, keep it locked right here. Out the Box Talks, Out the Box Radio. For playing around, now wear the crown King of New York, nah, now how that shit sound King of the coast, nah, I cover more ground King of oneself, yeah, that's how I get down Yeah, my skin brown, that's that melanin Ha, I'm wearing it proud, it ain't no telling when Ha, they might come around screaming irrelevant Ha, ain't gonna get down and plant the evidence But I ain't here for playing around, now wear the crown I ain't here for playing around, now wear the crown I ain't here for playing around, now wear the crown 
kings and queens And we don't know what that mean Turn the palace to the projects and shatter the steam But I'm here to let it be known No matter the scene, they can't take royalty from your being It's embedded in your DNA and your genes Thousand dollar sneakers and jeans You could invest in yourself and your dreams Is you hearing me now? Them pedestal folks letting you down Since James Brown said I'm black and I'm proud They've been pumping us with the opposite I, Dividing the conquers pretty obvious I, Misled and misguided, this shit monotonous I, My kings and my queens, show them how loud it get I, Cause I ain't here for playing around, I wear the crown I ain't here for playing around, I wear the crown I ain't here for playing around, I wear the crown I ain't here for playing around, I wear the crown It comes in so many forms and many colors is wrong Same hoodie as Trayvon, the gray like when Freddie was born This energy here, it's more than a song So if you feeling it, then sing it along Not see, the smarter, the harder, the battle. Classism, blacks prison and slaughter like cattle. Divide and conquer, spin them out of mantra. Put you in front of your honor for your mama could buy you your first time. The Eric's, the Sandra's, and little Wagyanas. Turned in a hashtag, shit feeling like Baghdad Because of my pigment, I swear this stuff is ridiculous Living in these conditions, it's hard to duck a conviction Misinterpret religion, discourage courage and vision Teach us that we were slaves and never brought our position as royals Subconsciously destroying the steam, kings and queens Don't let the system sizzle your dreams Cause I ain't here for playing around, I wear the crown I ain't here for playing around, I wear the crown I ain't here for playing around, I wear the crown I ain't here for playing around, I wear the crown Yes, indeed, you are in tune to Out The Box Talks on Out The Box Radio. The song you just heard was Crown off of Torre's latest album entitled, man, this is like the Torre episode, man, you know. Yo, <laughs> he, I, 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 this is... I thank, I thank him for, you know, giving us that time yeah, tonight, man, you know. Yeah, really, was, really appreciate that. good look. Um, gave us a... Over an hour of his time to, yeah, man. to be able to good brother. Him. Yeah, I mean, I think yeah, we should definitely label this the top, the top of the year, twenty sixteen tour, right? <laughs> right, right, right. You know, I mean, dope, yeah. dope album is out, man. Um, very mm-hmm. humble brother, and you you could tell by you know the way he talks, man. He he knows yeah. his oh, shit, yeah. but. You know yeah. he's very knowledgeable, but very humble mm-hmm. as well, man. So exactly. you know, I'm 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 gonna be promoting this album more. You know, you get you you guys you guys will get a chance to hear more songs on the station. Yeah, I, I need to I need to really uh, get Word myself up. more in tune. And but you know, from the stuff that I've sampled, I know I'm going to the website tomorrow to cut my album. Yeah, man, it's worth it, man. It's no worth question. It. And I'm DJing next week, so that, that there's going to be some music. Yeah, next week there's going to be some Torrey. You already know. Yo, and he I'll got joints. It. He got joints that you could play in yeah. the party, man. He got joints. Yeah. Word up, man. So, yeah, man, Um, we gave the the trivia question earlier. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. going to give it to you guys again, the second part, for people that, you know, weren't able to catch it. So, um. The second part, this is the song. I'm not going to give the artist names again, but the song is came out in the mid-1980s, and it also was sampled by Snoop Dogg on his Doggy Style album. Okay, this is an old-school hip-hop record. 
As soon as I say Snoop Dogg doggy style album song sampled, you should know what you that gotta, is, man. You gotta you know, gotta know, gotta know what that you is. Gotta man. know what the this first is, person to send me the name of the artist and the actual song title. The email mm-hmm. is outthebox_radio_rep at gmail.com. O U T D A B O X radio rep at gmail.com. The first person to send me the song title and the artist. There's two artists. It's a rapper and a beat maker. I'm not going to tell you what type of beat maker he is. He's just not your traditional beat maker. In fact, he yeah. is the instrument. So, you yeah. know, um, definitely hit me up on the email, outtheboxradiorep at gmail.com. Leave your full name as well. Um and and tell me the title and and as long the first person to hit me with that I'm gonna send y'all this I'm gonna ship the the um the rap yearbook to you and just for people that don't know let me just you know give you the the the, the overview on this book um so it's a book that was done by a writer by the name of Shea Serrano it also it basically details some of the most important songs to be released in hip-hop beginning in the year 1979 all the way up to now. Really dope artwork, very um, informational, the text. There's like some really hilarious footnotes. I mean, if you're on Facebook, our Out the Box Radio Facebook, or our, our Facebook group Hip Hop Thinks Out the Box, you would see like the images I put up of the book. You could Google it. It's called The Rap Yearbook. Really dope book, man. If you guys are interested, you know, just hit me with the trivia answer, man. I will ship it right to you. And, you know, this is just the first of many giveaways that I'm going to be doing. So, you know, keep it locked. We're going to be doing some more. But I want to get you guys the book. It's a very great collector's item, man. Any, like, real hip-hop collector would want this this book, man. So um, definitely... If you got the answer, hit me up, man. I want to know, you know. And if I don't get you guys by Friday night, we're gonna air, we're gonna re-air the show on the, on the weekend as well. So if I don't get an answer by Friday night when the show re-airs, you can send me an email, you know, if you hear it in the re-air. But I need the first person um, to send it to me. All right. So that's what that's what it is, man. Keep it right here on Out the Box Radio, Kelv. I don't know, yes, man. We, we got some more topics that I wanted to get into, but um, I don't know, man. I, I think we might have to table that for our next show, man. Yeah, let's do that, man. Let's yeah. do that because I think I think with with Torrey, he um he gave us so much. I, mm-hmm. Like we we have enough, you know. He he gave us enough to kind of just like, you know, because we went everywhere with it. You know, yeah. we went with his acting. We went we went with his past. We went. With his future, his his now, like you know, we were kind of uh, everywhere with it. Word up. And I I think you know we should just call the first show of 2016 the Torrey show. Oh, <laughs> that's what's up. Yo, no doubt. Cause, cause how I, special it, it is it, too, it, right? This is yeah. our anniversary show. Well, no, yeah. this is the first show of the year, but this happens in right. the the one year anniversary of Out the Box Radio. We right. we did a giveaway, right? And we right. got Tory on the show. That's something to talk yeah. about, man. I'm I'm excited yeah, about that, man. Absolutely. So, you know, absolutely. he he to me he he has like one of the best records already for the year. 
And um, right. I, I think it's going to stand the test of time as well. So, um, you know, big ups to Torre. And, yeah, like Kel said, we're going to close out the show. We're going to go out with some new music, you know. Uh, but definitely check with us in the coming weeks. Uh, we should have a show next week. So check with us and, and definitely follow our social network sites. We are on mm-hmm. Facebook. Um, Hip Hop Thinks Out the Box is our Facebook group. Shout out to everybody in the group. Follow us on Twitter at Out the Box Media. That's Twitter. Um, a lot of uh, traction on Twitter. A lot of you know activity on Twitter. You get a chance to see all the songs that's playing. Also, we are on. Uh, what are we on? We on Instagram at Out the Box Media. Instagram. We on yeah. SoundCloud. Uh, Out the Box Radio on SoundCloud. Uh, make sure you visit the website outtheboxmedia.com and. Our portal for everything Out The Box Radio is outtheboxmedia.com slash outtheboxradio. You type that in, outtheboxmedia.com slash outtheboxradio. That's where you can launch the station. That's where you could, um, you know, see the, 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 the recent songs that played. You can just basically, you could also download our stream, the, the radio station on the stream licensing app. You could look for us in the TuneIn app. So if you want to listen on your phone, all of that stuff is right there, man. So make sure you check that out. And um, yeah, man, just keep it locked right here on Out The Box Radio. We're on 24-7. Shout out to Kelvin for, you know, kicking it with us tonight. And, um, you know, we'll be back. We got a lot of dope more interviews to come too, man. So, you know, just keep it right here. All right. So, Kelv, man, any last words, man? We going to get up before we get up out of here? Nah, man. Uh, shit, man. Keep it hip hop to everybody. You know what I'm saying? Everybody keep it hip hop. Big, big major shout out to Torrey. Um, for giving us this time and insight because um, I learned something this evening. I learned more than just one thing. And, um, yeah, we'll we'll definitely be back next week. And, you know, that's that's just what it is, you know. 2016, we got way way more to cover. And we ain't going to stop. No doubt. Out the box. Out the box, baby. That's what it is. All right. So we see you next time. Peace. One love. Peace.